0: What's up, world? It's Nate, and I want to welcome you back to the That Talk podcast. I hope everybody is doing well. The COVID nineteen is starting to slow down a little bit. The lockdowns are starting to ease up. Things are starting to go back into motion. Um, so that's good, you know. But the riots are still going on. the The protesting is still going on. Um, I don't. I'm not really sure how I feel about all that yet. So I'm gonna lay off that maybe for another episode. But, you know, I hope everybody's staying safe, man. And I hope everybody's doing well. And I hope everybody's continuing to grind and put themselves in a position to better their tomorrow and to better where they want to be. But today, I want to talk about something that is just near and dear to my heart. And I want to talk about that wasn't shit. That wasn't shit is so, so, so important to me. And, and people. You know, I feel like people don't really understand it and they people don't really grasp like what that wasn't shit means to me because back in the day when I started that wasn't shit, I wanna say it was like two thousand fifteen. Almost been rocking that for five years now, which is really crazy. But I started rocking it really heavy, obviously now with the shirts and all that. But when I first got with, uh, that wasn't shit. It was a very interesting time of my life. I was actually, uh, battling an alcohol dependency. Um, a lot of dependencies, man. Um, I had a, an affirmation and a, um, instant gratification dependency, anything that would give me like a quick fix, man. I was like an addict and my choice of that was women, which You know, a lot of men deal with, um, you know, but we all deal with some form of instant gratification. I just so happened to use women and alcohol as my outlet at that time. And so I really got to the point where I was so unhappy. And also, too, you know, I was so mentally unhealthy, but nobody knew because I was so physically healthy. Right. We're only work on the flesh. We only see the outside. Which to me, you know, I've done that mental work and I know that, you know, the true growth and the true uh, who you truly are doesn't get nothing on the outside reflects that. Nothing on the outside reflects who you truly are, which is why, you know, right now I don't even want to get into this. But right now what's so confusing to me and why, you know, I've really been staying out of um, the talk about the riots and the protesting, all that, because I am so confused why we are still talking about what people look like. Like, every person in this world to me is just a male or just a female or just however they want to identify is what they are to me. Like, I don't care what you are. I don't care what you... Because I went through that. Everything... That I was involved in. Everything that I thought was going to make me make it or whatever or make me successful was about what the fuck was on the outside. Like, it didn't matter how much money I actually had in my bank account. It mattered how much money it looked like I had because I was wearing it. I had to have this much clothes and this this bunch of bullshit. I had to have two bikes because I had to make it look like I was doing something because I was so insecure and I was so worried about what people thought about me. I had to make it look like I was doing something instead of actually doing something. So as I was going through this alcohol dependency and, you know, I got to the point where I looked at my homie one time and I was like, bro, I don't know if I can quit. Like this thing has got a hold of me. Like I feel so good. When I'm drinking, I feel so good when I'm drunk. When I'm blacked out and I pass out, I don't feel anything. I don't think about the things that I'm trying trying to avoid. I I think I found something. And and the problem was is that I had found this gap in my life that, that I knew was there, but I had alcohol filling the gap. I had women filling the gap. I had marijuana filling the gap. Like I had all these things filling this gap that could only be filled by me to be fulfilled. But I was choosing to fill them with, like I said, a bunch of bullshit. And all of that came along with it. And 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 whatever I do, and this is one thing that's always been steady about me, is whatever I do, I do it. I go hard. Like if I'm going to go to the parties, I'm going dripped out. Like you're not going to catch me. And this was back in the day, you're not going to catch me going to a party not looking fly. If I'm going to the party to go dr- to get drunk, I'm getting fucked up cuz I go hard and everything I do I go hard. But clearly not always a good thing. So I had to start drawing those lines, but you know, really that wasn't shit came from me beating that alcohol dependency and me beating uh, thoughts of suicide, and, you know, the, the alcohol never came back, but, you know, the thoughts of suicide crept back in, um, every, you know, I would have these episodes every so often, like I said, and people never knew, man, because everybody's all worried about the outside, Nate looking good, Nate's riding good, Nate got two bikes, Nate got 40 pairs of J's, Nate's got a good job. Nate's a bartender. Nate's got girls. Bro, I wanted to kill myself. And that's why I preach this self-development. And that's why I feel like this is so important and something that we lack so much. Something that we don't focus on is the inner work that needs to be done. And so when I put down the bottle, because I did, man, I drank from about... 19 uh, 20 20 or so to about 22 or 23 and then i stopped completely in the last since 23 so in the last uh five years or so i've drank a handful of times maybe like 10 times in the last five years and i mean just a, a drink or two so When I beat that, I was like, man, like after because there's that first initial, anybody that's ever gotten over an addiction, we all get over them. A habit, to me, a habit is an addiction. Like when you wake up every single day and the first thing you do is look at your phone, that's an addiction. That's not a bad habit. That's an addiction. And when you get over those first humps, because it's hard, man, when you get into something like that, it is so hard, especially something that for me was filling a gap that i didn't want to deal with and i realized that nobody no person no no material no activity no thing can completely i won't say can't but cannot completely fill the gaps that need to be filled by you sure we have temporary short-term ways to do it we drink we do drugs women uh, motorcycles which is it's crazy but not a lot of riders think about that not a lot of riders think about that this bike if you have stuff that you're not facing is a temporary escape just like any other drug just like any other instant form of instant gratification honestly I had taken a break from the bike last year because I, because I really, I was like, man, uh, somebody asked me, you know, a question that, you know, I'm sure I've been asked a million times, but for some reason, the question just hit different. Like, how are you okay with being so reckless? And I kind of sat back and I guess I love riding so much and I love doing wheelies so much that I never really thought about it. Like, yo, sometimes, man, we're, we're going down the highway 60 miles an hour like there's so much that could go wrong and it's crazy because like I said I I took a little bit uh, you know last year I took it easy on the bike and I felt like I kind of needed an answer to that question like why am I okay with that you know is it is it because I love it or is it because am I what was scary is I had a thought and I was like am I using the bike as another filler And because I didn't know the answer, I wanted to find out. Like, if I had a guarantee? Like, no, I love it. Like, of course I love writing, but is that 100% the reason that I'm doing what I'm doing? Or is it because I'm trying to match my inner energy that I feel with my outside actions of being reckless? And, you know, like... I don't know, I am just go out, and uh, I got so much on my mind that the only thing that keeps my mind off of my life is doing something like that, and I had to really think about that, and I contemplated that that question, that answer for a long time, and, you know, I finally realized, like, I ride so much more cautiously, like, I don't, you know, really ride streets that much anymore, I, I, I try to just stay in the lot, because it's just, to me, it's the same damn thing, but... that's where that wasn't shit came from i know i got off track a little bit but that wasn't shit came from after i beat that alcohol dependency and it wasn't that bad i was like damn like that wasn't shit like i had something that i had put on a pedestal and that's what we do we put These things that we're facing, like, I can't beat the drugs, I can't beat the alcohol, I can't give up, you know, this relationship, I can't give up um, this form of instant gratification, I just can't stay off Instagram, I can't stay off my phone, and we put it on this pedestal and we make it stronger than us. You've already lost the fight. If you make whatever you're battling in your head stronger than you, the fight is already over before you even get in the ring. You had to tell like, I had to tell myself, no, Nate, you can do it, Nate. You can beat this shit. It's not that bad, bro. It's not that bad. You are stronger than a liquid. Like, break it down. Like, challenge yourself against whatever you're working on. You're not stronger than your phone. Apple got a hold of you that much. Patron got a hold of you that much. For me, Absolute got a hold of you that much. You can't give it up. And I beat it, and I was like, "Wow, what? What? Like, that wasn't that bad." And then it, I don't know, something about it it just hit me. I was like, "Damn, that wasn't shit." Like, that's nothing. Like, what else? What else could I beat? I started looking around for things I could beat. And then one day, I'll never forget when I jumped a high chair. To me, it was like the holy grail because I was like, me and. A couple other people were doing it at that time uh, in second year, and I was like, I built it up in my head ever since I started riding. I was like, man, I have to do this. I have to do this, but only the elite riders can do it. Like, I had already put myself out of the game before I even even tried before I'd even made an attempt, I was already losing because I was like, that trick is not for me yet because I have to become this before I can do it, and we do that. That type of money is not for me yet because I don't deserve it. You make excuses, and when you're making your excuses, you're telling yourself you don't deserve it. Why don't you deserve that kind of money? Why don't you deserve that kind of woman? Why don't you deserve that kind of man? Your actions right now probably don't say that you deserve what you want. But if you change your actions and you change your perspective, you deserve whatever you want. So when I was like, one day I was like, yo, why can't can't I do that? Second attempt, feet go through the bars. My first reaction was, damn, like that wasn't shit. I had built it up. I had built it up in my head. Stop putting your challenges on a pedestal. Stop putting your challenges, stop giving them more power than you. The fight is done mentally before it's done physically. Before you can even take a step, before you can even put your foot in the ring, before you can step it onto that field, before you step in the gym, before you get on the bike, the fight is won or lost before you even begin. If I think I'm going to crash, I'm going down. If I think I can't get that job, I'm not going to get it. If I think I can't make that kind of money, I'm not going to get it. So what we do is when we tell ourselves we can't, you stop the actions. So right now, like I've talked about before, I want to do YouTube. I'm growing little by little by little by little. But if I look at the numbers and I say, I can't get 10K subs this year because I'm only at 427. I just lost because I'm gonna do what a 427 subscriber YouTuber does, not what a 10K subscriber YouTube does. That's it right there. If you want $10,000 a month, find out what somebody that makes 10, bro, this is the, and it's an ego thing. We got to drop the ego again, because listen, every time I walk by a, I love trucks. Every time I walk by a truck that I see that I like, I ask the person, what do you do for a living? I personally have the money have the finances, have the down payment, have the income to buy whatever truck I want. But I don't like balling like that. I don't like flexing like that because I feel like I should buy it with cash. So when I see what I want, I ask the people, how do you, what do you do? What do you do to to own that $60,000 truck? What do you do for work? If I find out something that's near my avenue, I'm like, okay, what's your schedule look like? How many hours a week do you work? What do you do in the morning? Do you have time for coffee? Do whatever it is that that you want, go with those actions. But first, you have to make sure that you're not putting that on a pedestal. And so that's what that wasn't shit came from. Is I realized that if I kept telling myself what I'm currently going through, a bad day, a rainy season. A couple, of, a couple of bad days, a couple of bad weeks, a couple of bad months, I'm going to make it through. Everything that I thought that I wasn't going to make it through before, I'm still sitting here right now. And that wasn't shit. And everything that I succeed in, everything that I set out to do and I conquer, it's not the end of the game. The win is not the end of the game. The win is just the beginning, and that's what they both are the L that you take, that wasn't shit. That's the beginning of the game. The win, the W, that is the beginning of the game. That wasn't shit. That's how you keep progressing in your life. So that wasn't shit is about constant progression. That wasn't shit isn't just for me. That wasn't shit is for everybody. Everybody has been through a situation in their life where they thought that they weren't going to make it through. And guess what? You sitting here right now, that wasn't shit. Everybody has done something that you were kind of like, man, I feel like I can do that, but I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure if I can do that, to be honest. And you may have failed, but guess what? If you failed, that wasn't shit. Get back up and do it again. If you beat it, you put it on a pedestal, and now that you've beat it, that wasn't shit. It is a lifestyle. Life continues to go no matter what. It is a constant flow. There's no such thing as too low, and there's no such thing as too high. For Remember that. Your potential can keep stretching. Your potential can keep stretching every time you get a W, every time you win, every time you get a pay grade, every time you get a pay raise, every time you level up in your life, every time you level up in a business, every time you level up in your relationship, every time you level up on the bike. That wasn't shit. Keep going. When you fail, that wasn't shit. That wasn't shit. They didn't get that. That situation didn't get the best of me. That situation didn't get the best of what I had to offer. That's okay. I'm going to go at it the next time. I literally don't, I won't say never, but I, I try my absolute best not to sit in my L's and not to sit in my wins. Listen to that. Stop sitting in your L's and stop sitting in your wins. If you sit around and think about all the stuff that you've done wrong, you will never, ever move forward with your life. If you sit around and think about the, all the stuff that you've done right and you sit around and that's all you're doing is basking in what in what you've done previously. And I heard a quote from T.D. Jakes and he said, used to bees." I'm sorry, Les Brown. I heard a quote from Les Brown. And he said, used to bees can't make no honey. Don't be a used to be. Your potential can always get further and further and further. Your wins, that wasn't shit. Your L's, that wasn't shit. Keep moving. Keep progressing. Don't sit in your losses and don't sit in your wins. Keep it pushing. So that wasn't shit has taken, it's just, it's an attitude. And it has taken me to where I'm at right now. Because I've had times where I really, honestly, y'all didn't think I was going to make it through. I didn't think I would be sitting here right now. Like, y'all could have lost me. And I look back at those times and I'm like, man, that wasn't shit. Like, why did I give that situation control? Why did I lose control in that situation? And there's also times where I've had W's too. You get complacent. I'm making making 90 G's a year, I'm cool, I'm chilling, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. That 90 G's a year, that should have been, that wasn't shit. Because I fucked around with that money. And I should have two pieces of property right now. But I fucked around with that money because I got complacent, because I got a big head. And that W should have been, man, like Nate. You know, I I feel like I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm probably not going to find another gig that's going to make me this much money and blah, 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 blah. So... I gave the situation, even in an L, I gave, I'm mean, sorry, even in a win, I gave that situation the power and I, let it, and I let it get a hold of me. I let it get complacent. I got cocky. And then I lost that situation. So stay grinding. Keep it pushing. Keep that that wasn't shit attitude in everything you do. I call it the bounce back. You lose, bounce back. You win, bounce back. Back to the drawing board. Back to the grind. Every single time you get a no. In the last two months when I've been trying to do real estate content, I've sent out 80 fucking emails. 80 emails. And guess what? I have got one reply in 80 emails. Every single time I wake up in the morning and I check my email and there's no reply, that wasn't shit. Let me get another list. Let me get another 80. 80. And when I got that one, and I got that opportunity, I murdered it. I bodied it, and as soon as I walked out of the door, I, I had because I was like, "Oh man, like you know, I'm getting one opportunity. I got to do good. Like I can't, I can't mess this up. Like you know, I don't know if I, if I, th- I'm, that wasn't shit, bro. Give me another one." You fucked up Let me in this door because now I got content that I can sell to other people. So I don't want to make this too long winning because with that wasn't shit, I could just keep talking and talking and talking and talking. But um, I just want to wrap it up and just saying that just keep it pushing. Don't sit in your L's and don't sit in your wins. Don't give any situation the power over you. You have the power. It's the fight mentally before you even enter the game is how it's won. And remember, that wasn't shit.